0: Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network.
1: Hello everyone, this is Alicia Carr with Women Tech Talk. And today's episode, I'm at GDG Women Tech Makers big event here. And I'm with Shanice, correct? And with Nadia. Yes, Nadia
2: Rahali.
1: And Shanice?
2: Shanice Graham Merrill.
1: And you're with?
2: I'm with Black Tech Women. I'm the Atlanta City lead.
1: Really? Tell me a little bit more about Black Tech Women.
2: So Black Tech Women was an organization started by Andrea Moore, who is in San Francisco. And it's basically supposed to be a community where Black women who are in tech can engage, inspire, and really have an opportunity to develop and grow and learn amongst each other. We found out that being women in tech, that there were so many of us and we were kind of scattered, but we never really had a place to come together and really talk about what's going on, inspire each other, kind of share our stories, but really have that community to grow. And so that's what Black Tech Women is doing around the country. We're in a couple cities, um, including San Francisco, LA, New York, um, DC, <clears throat> and here in Atlanta. But um, our, our real goal is to just bring women, to black women in tech together. Um, to have an opportunity to really develop and grow and have a safe space and have a tribe and feel like, you know, if you're in tech, you're not in it alone. Um, because a lot of us have felt that way. And so this community here and we're present and we want people to know and come to our Facebook, which is Black Tech Woman. We're also on Instagram. Follow us there. And really join, become a member, and be able to share in all of the great opportunities we have available for our members.
1: And you, you said you're on Facebook, correct? Right?
2: Yes, we're on okay. Facebook.
1: Because y'all followed me on um, Instagram. I was like,
0: who the hell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Nadia, what do you do?
0: Um, so I'm Nadia Rahali. I am the general manager here at the Ladder Mill Conference Center.
1: and uh, She's officially the tech location the, now. Let's, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we, we host a lot of tech conferences and tech meetings, and um, I've definitely seen sort of the shift and the change. And I remember when our first meeting used to be predominantly white men. And um, now you see some sprinkles of color and you see women and, um, and as somebody that's not from tech, um, but I do love to solve problems and I do love learning and curiosity it, it's inspiring and it's, um, it's, a, it's a community that's very um, open and welcoming and um, it has definitely made an impact in my personal life. Um, you, have
1: life. Been, you have been involved with a lot of the events going on here in Atlanta.
0: I did. I, um, so I went to General Assembly and I got certified in digital marketing. So, I'm a digital marketing strategist yay. and brand strategist. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, um, so shout out to Women Who Code and the leadership, Women Who Code, ATL, and, um, and its leadership for just giving me that sense of hope and optimism and say that, you know, at your age, you know, I studied African American studies, like, nothing about me that's tech you know (laughs) to say like you can do it and you you know you could go and and learn this stuff so um and just be able to to speak twenty first century language and know what's going on. So like to me that's how um women who code Atlanta how they impacted me and then they connected me also with um Goodie Nation, and so I did a hackathon with them, and I led a team, and that was really, really, really um, uh, empowering as a woman. And I think that's that was something that you touched on in your s- keynote today, Alicia, mm-hmm. and really, I I felt it. I felt that how your work is empowering other women like me. So.
1: And it's something that I have to accept. It's hard for me to. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to. To accept that, but I'm starting to realize that I am empowering other women. That's why I'm I'm think I'm you know trying to do this conference, women empowering women in yeah. the, in te- a, a women I said women empowering women tech conference, and I think that not only I'm I'm thinking about just empower women, but I want to empower them young girls as well. Yeah. you know Keisha Williams mentioned when she we did an interview, she said Alicia, it's some young girls, and I'm like, this is what we have to change because as a black woman, we don't see. And I had to realize they don't see much of me. And when I did the lean in um, um conference a couple of weeks ago, and I had all this, all these, these not only um, these young women, but these young men. And they was like, they were like, this woman did this, you know, why did you know how does she do it? How does she taught herself how to be a developer? And they were so inspired by my story. And I'm like, okay, so I need to do something about it. They need to see more of us. It's not just me. There's so many people that they can see that's doing just what I do that are women. And so when I think about black tech women, I think about there has not been any organizations out there. You're probably are the first that I have heard about that are focusing just on black women. And so do you know how and why, you know, they didn't know how it got started. Where did it got started?
2: So, Andrea um, gave me a little background, but I actually worked with Andrea in, at Google, um, about, I'm gonna say four years ago. Yeah, we started four or five years ago. It might be longer, so don't quote me, but we all kind of had a similar experience where we all worked in tech, we were in the affinity programs for all of our companies. You know, it was. Black Googlers Network or at Apple it was something else. So and we were all kind of experiencing the same thing as black women specifically though. Because I think you have women in tech and women, you know, as a group by themselves, you know, is marginalized. But within that, you have black women who have a different experience. You have Hispanic women, you have Asian women. You know, we all have a very different experience, but especially for black women, we're seeing that diversity is an issue amongst African Americans. But then, predominantly black women, we're being educated more, you know, we're we're getting more life experience, we're getting paid more, different things like that, but we're not moving up as quickly, we're not being able to stay in tech, and one of the things that <clears throat> Andrea and I talked about was that when we left Google, I think it was maybe five or six of us that left, and we were the only two that stayed in tech because everybody else was kind of turned off by the fact that there they just didn't have anything there was no opportunities for growth it was too hard it was too difficult it was not an environment conducive to growth for a black woman in that environment and so you know we wanted to have a community that really inspired people to stay to learn to, to figure out okay I want to learn this but you know, I don't feel comfortable talking to my manager or maybe another woman at work that isn't black who may not understand the kind of that struggle I have. So within this community we can speak to each other and we mm-hmm. can say, Hey, I was thinking about learning to code, you know right now i can do ux ui but i want to do back end stuff or i want to do back end front end stuff and or i want or i am non technical and i'm more of an ally so i do digital strategy or marketing or i want to get into program management from from the technical side you know and so it was kind of like now you have this community where we can all talk to each other but we have these struggles that happen at work that is unique to being a black woman mm-hmm. because we we speak up we speak to each other in a way we understand some things that happen when someone overlooks you or someone assumes you can't do a job or someone assumes your skills aren't good enough or if you know if you're unhappy with the way something goes well you should always be happy or you're the angry black woman at work so there's a lot of things that we understand and can I touch your Uh, Exactly. So it it was, it's kind of like you, we, we have this unspoken understanding of what that was, but we weren't talking to each other about it. You know, we weren't communicating to each other. And with Black Tech Women, not only are we communicating with each other, but we're helping each other develop and grow and fill gaps and Mm -hmm. share and you find out, oh my gosh, I was looking for this, oh I'm in Atlanta, I know somebody, or you know, oh I yep, experienced yep. this today, and it's like, yeah, I've experienced that too, or oh, there's an article about, you know, venture capitalists, and you're seeing more groups pop up for black people in tech, but black tech women specifically, it's like the the black woman always sometimes feels underserved. Yeah,
1: it it does. Because with Nadia and you know, she like she said, she's starting to network Mm-hmm. And not only network, but gather, start bringing events here related to a lot of women issue. What made you? What made you get more interested in that, Nadia? Um, in the sex space or
0: in the women issue? In
1: the in the tech both in tech space and women issues.
0: Um, I, you know I've always been i I'm curious, so I and I love learning, but, um, but it's the energy that that I saw. When we would host a tech conference and especially women's tech conference, how like people they have each other's back and there is this ecosystem that's supportive and it's not like traditional organizations carry where there is this intensity and in this, um, I guess what you were related to earlier at your work in 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 the other like when you were in the private sector. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. is this. There is this, like, heaviness and people are just, like, trying to just climb up and they're just just hustling. But, like, what I've experienced here is a support, is a community, yes. people having each other's back, mm-hmm. people saying, you know, you don't... There is no you don't know and there is no right or wrong. It's just it is what it is. And whatever you, you want to create and whatever f- possibility you want to have, we got you and we'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I... I got an email from, like, in October because I said I wanted to do the woman who called Hackathon, and literally Beth remembered that I had said this was something that I was, that I had an interest in, like, from June, and in October I get an email with, like, a ticket to come and join and be with, like, super smart, just humble, (laughs) hungry, (laughs) crazy... you know, coders, developers, UX, UI, and then I, I gain like lifelong friends mm-hmm. that you know make me um, give me a life that's fulfilled and give me a life that has that has meaning and um, so I think for me is more on the human side mm-hmm. than like the technical technical
1: aspects. It's so do for for both y'all. This is gonna be answer for both of y'all. So here in Atlanta you know i mean you just started black tech women how how you feel has the um the relationship the the building the um relationship between the women's group here um has been
2: so far for me it hasn't been it hasn't been bad i um, i guess i thought they were a little bit more connected um i think that was to my surprise um because when with black tech women um, <clears throat> when i when i when we had our we had our first kind of small event at google for google digital coaches and that's kind of when i connected with a few different people and a few different groups and the groups i've connected with so far have been like really great at let's partner let's work together but um, i my assumption is that there was more partnership but i think that the silos are because of maybe because of the culture, right? Because um, I've lived in Atlanta for about three years before, you know, taking on the Atlanta City Lead role at Black Tech Women, and I, I volunteer with that organization. I, I work full time as a digital strategist, so that's kind of like my day job. <laughs> but, um, you know, so far it's been good but I was I was a little surprised. I was I was expecting it to be a little bit more connected. Not in a bad way, but it just seems like people just didn't know each other. Like, if you were in Women Who Code, you were in Women Who Code. And then if you were in, I know there's Built By Women, then you were in Built By Women. And it was just kind of like, well, there's so many similarities that we could, like, come together on. And then you have GDG, which recently just started. Yeah, but
1: GDG and Women Techmakers just got here. Yeah, just got here, You're too. Right. And I think, so I Built think and Matthew was pretty good about it. Right, and Built By Women, they just started an incubator. Right. But they're not, in some ways, they're more so, um, and I connected up with Diamond. And we, talk, yeah, and we talked, and we talked to Diamond. and she did, you know, we did talk. But the thing is, is that that's not, like, a tech. It's not a tech. It's not yeah. tech. And so they're an incubator. And so when you talk about incubators, it's totally different it's right. than, yeah, yeah. So when you talk about, like, Women of Code, Women of Code is, like, um, We network with a lot of other women meetup groups. Mm, You see what I'm saying? So we, you just got here, so and you (laughs) and you was already and you in Women of Code already, and you know what I'm saying. And you see the chatter, you see the networking. That's crazy, because Women of Code that was built just that chat that that Slack group maybe has started maybe early this year, Uh and we almost got a thousand people on there. That's awesome. And they talk too goddamn much. <laughs> I love your girls. Don't get it. Take it personal. But that and and if you go to another city, mm-hmm. you're not gonna see that relationship. You know, you're not gonna see um, girls developing, talking to women cold, talking to pie ladies, talking to rails girls. Mm-hmm. You know, talking to. Um, black tech women you don't see that I'm I'm
2: not strange I feel like I feel like in this city I've been really welcomed like every time I spoke to anybody like when I spoke to Beth and I spoke to Diamond and I spoke to Maggie everybody was like yeah let's partner let's work together let's pull our resources and so you know why I haven't seen it I think it's because I haven't it's because I'm so new it's not because I don't think it's there I Mm -hmm. think it's because I'm so new but
0: it's also in its infancy too I think it's tech like we're just Atlanta is just beginning to get its sort of
1: renaissance in and becoming known to be a tax space. So yeah. yeah, for women here, yes, because they we wasn't heard, mm-hmm. and I mean a lot of time we were not heard yeah. here. And then um, women to co, I mean, I was like we, I, I was like I was gonna hit the pavement. I mean, I I basically talked all about it. I went, I mean, I went to all over the world talking about women to co. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, y- y'all don't want it. y'all don't understand. Because, you know, there's people out there, there's, you know, there's people out there that don't understand. You want women to hire, you want to hire women. Mm. All these people say, I want to hire women. Mm. You want to post on these websites mm. to hire women. But you ain't going to these women organizations. That's true. You ain't going to not one of these women on the case. You say, "Hey, listen, you know, um, we want to hire a woman. Can you kind of help us out? You know, can you? I mean, this now is getting to that point. It's now getting to that point." So,
0: so something that you talked about today in your in your presentation about the younger generation, the backlash from the younger male, that was really shocking. I would have thought it was sort of it was the
1: older generation. That was that's having issues, yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a younger generation. It's totally because they they it's almost like they feel intimidated. you know, they're saying that you know we're being what it is is that women are saying they're being treated a certain way, and they're, they're not being treated right, and I'm just as smart as you. And then you got the guys are saying, well, you 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 had that opportunity, you have that chance. And you, you know, basically now we have to cater to you, you know what I'm saying? And, and that is something that is not true. I mean, you know, we're not seeing now the harassment is coming out and, uh, and these are documented, they are documented situations. And so when you talk about the young generation, they don't, they, you know, for example, they'll say something smart. They don't know what they're saying. They don't know what they're thinking about and they just say it. And it becomes like, well, you just offended me, you know, by what you said, and and we all may have, I may mean, as a black woman, you know, we we heard it all, and so, but when we talk about when it comes to, I not and I want to say that, but when white women, it's like something new to them, you know, for us, we've been hearing it for how long, for what how long, yes. you know, it's like it's it's like nothing new for us, seriously. And so for so so when you start and so even though we you know I I read the article about how black women in um, Silicon Valley is being treated now you know the the diversity issue now you hear about white women you know hear about all women being harassed in some way or fashion and yet the young generation don't the young generation of males don't see what they'll see well I don't know I don't see what I did wrong or I don't see what I said wrong. Well, they're
2: not being mentored or trained up by the people before them, um, and that and that's a that's a big issue. Um, I think that's where. having a proper mentor and kind of influence and advocates. Um, A lot of times, if you are an advocate or you're a partner with women, black women, um, minority women, women of color, if you are a partner, you have to speak up. You know, you can't be a partner in silence. and, And I think that is, that's a huge part of it, especially we're seeing younger men feel frustrated. It's a frustration because, you know, they're basically being taught that they, Almost should be frustrated maybe not directly but indirectly by actions or comments or things people do you know and so it's um it's almost like well you know if something's happening you shouldn't have a bad attitude about it because you know, we all have an equal opportunity, and I think there's a misunderstanding around what that means. There's not a true understanding of that, and there's also not an openness to hear or listen. And so, constantly having to insert yourself in the conversation, but when you do, being dismissed because it's something that makes the majority uncomfortable. That's what it means. That's a. That's what it means to be in tech now. You know, is to kind of be silent or be pushed to the side. And so, you know, that's why women who code and you know black tech women in different organizations that's why those communities are important because a lot of times these spaces are the only places that we have the opportunity to speak freely enough to come up with solutions
1: and and, and exactly you're exactly right because there's a situation i had two i had it um when i first learned was learning um ios and that was subject to c and i actually um went to a, a meetup group which was ma- minor, majority men and so um i asked them i say, hey listen um is there any woman that can mentor me or any woman that can help me with um learning um objective c and they went let me you know there a woman's group or as women want to get together to start a group they went berserk they went how dare you Or what, what, what we're not good enough and they took it personal and don't understand and didn't understand that women have a different kind of relationship of communication for each other. I don't need I need support. I need somebody who can relate to what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Just like you said, to see me. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that was in twenty thirteen. And didn't think about it then, you know, bringing it back now, we're starting to see just just a little bit more to it now. You know what I'm saying? Just, it's gotten heated. Let's say that. It got heated. I
2: think more people are speaking up now too. I think that because it's, it's not a taboo conversation anymore. And it used to be very taboo. I mean, when I, when I was working exclusively with a tech company, when I worked from 2011 to 2014, and I think only around 2014 is when those conversations really start to become not taboo. So for that time, if you spoke about it, people looked at you like, you know. Yeah. So it wasn't you. There really, when I say there wasn't a safe space, there wasn't a safe space. You didn't have a tribe. You didn't really have, and people who wanted to be there for you didn't know how because they were going through it too. And so it's kind of like. None of us, That's what, I think that's why in our communities we're so supportive of each other. I think mm-hmm. that's why we lift each other up mm-hmm, so much because mm-hmm. there's this unspoken understanding that I get it. I get why yeah. you feel like you have to be silent. I get why you feel like you can't speak. I get why you, there's missed opportunities because you're afraid. I get where, where that fear is coming from. And... If we do this together, then we can we can be afraid together and then build that confidence yeah. together. Right, right. right, If there's gonna be a backlash, <laughs> let let it. Let, just let, let's, be let's do it together. Yeah, let's yeah, let it, yeah, yeah. Let, let, That's why that community is so important, and it's and that and that's the solution. That's why it makes me so excited. I'm so passionate because community is everything, and I mean real yes. community. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so what do you think? So, what do you think now? What do we think we need to do, to empower women to get more women um involved or want to be part of text
2: i'll well, to, to make them to to integrate and and that's what i was saying today it's kind of my theme for today is that you know being a part of tech your voice matters because what we're building is for you mm-hmm. you know what we create for you the internet of things the 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 internet in the background life in the background ai understanding you put you at the center of it you know technology should matter to you because it's about you and don't let anybody who is on the back end tell you that it's not because they're building those products for you exactly they're building those things for you that's why you need to be in the conversation yeah even if you're not in tech you need to be a part of that conversation Mm -hmm. because ai is here virtual reality is here you know, scanning people's brains and doing all of that. It is here. Mm-hmm. And you need to say, we need to speak up and say, I'm the one purchasing these things. I'm the one that's going to engage and make your product matter. So if you're going to build it, you need to make sure my voice is in the room. Yeah, exactly. We and you start to demand.
1: And you start it. And we're starting to, well, you know, like I said, when that when the guy had, came up with the idea, um, he actually said um, he reached out and talked to Jim Bonet. Mm-hmm. And Jim Bonnet sent him to... Women of Code. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I need to get women's perspective. Like, oh, really? Oh, since I'm into home automation, future of home, and all this stuff, let me explain to you what I like to do. Oh, yeah. but Have you tried this? Have you contacted these people? And he was like, well, goddamn, you know. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, I'm not just this anybody. And so that exposure that we need to have is like, um, but, you know, women have those ideas and the thing is is getting them to create those ideas
0: and I think that's really what was with the with the we
1: rise conference
0: where it was what I heard as as just a basic consumer that does not represent tech culture did not grow up in tech culture I mean I remember the dial-up era I remember you know AOL and and things it was the, the thing that was said is if you have curiosity and if you're open, we're welcoming you. Like the We Rise Summit was just, I mean, it was just amazing. Like you are here, we we got you, and and it didn't. The the leadership was really intentional about being about being inclusive, and that mm-hmm. meant ethnicity, that meant um, economic background, mm-hmm. that meant you you don't have a degree, it's okay. Come on, yeah, um, mm-hmm. you're in your fifties, you're mm-hmm. in your late forties. Come on, we got you, and and it was. It really like I don't think I've seen anything like that, and I mean we do tons and tons of conferences. Mm-hmm. That was really intentional about not representation, not just having a photo of you know a Muslim sister or right. whatever, right. but it was truly like it was it was really intentional and um, really giving them a seat at the table to have yes, a conversation exactly. and
2: be a part of it
0: and empowering them to mm-hmm. say. Yeah, so you're,
1: you're retired and you want to learn, it's, it's okay, come on in. I mean, we want, we all want the help. You know, we all want that for our women. You know what I'm saying? Because we, the thing is, is that um, any exposure of any form of technology to these women, you know, like I said in my, in, my, in my video, I was like, if we could just open these up to the black women, let them see that, that there's so much you could do in tech. You know, it's not just being mobile, it's not just being, you know, a web designer. There's just so many opportunities you could do by just, by you just being a part of it can change any perspective that they put out there um, in the the tech community, you know. Um, so
2: And you don't need to be technical. I think there's this fear that, oh my God, I don't even know what is a python like you don't need to know all of that know that they're creating it for you and join into the conversation Mm -hmm. even if you don't know the logistics even if you don't know the technical side because my role is non-technical i understand technical enough to say you didn't do that right that's not what we needed you probably need to fix this and this but i don't i'm not sitting there building it but i know enough right (laughs) yeah but it's 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 inserting yourself in those conversations it's like when you think about tech, um, I think about something as simple as a cell phone. And in the beginning, not everybody had a cell phone, and you had to learn, and there was a learning curve. Yeah. And now everybody needs to know how to use a cell phone. Oh, think of yeah. yourself as a part of that transition. That yeah. if you're not doing it yet and you don't know it yet, you're going to need to know it. Um, no matter what your no matter what your socioeconomic background is, um, no matter who you are and what you look like. Become a part of it. Learn the conversation because it's gonna matter. If it doesn't matter for you, it's gonna matter for your kids, you know. You don't have to be technical to be a part of that conversation. And you know, you're we use, we consume technology so much. You watch TV, you watch stuff on demand, you're on Snapchat, you're on Instagram, you use apps. Some of your apps time your wake up. Some people just have apps to tell them what you know what music they want to listen to at certain times of the day you are already engaged you are using it you are a part of it and until we start to see ourselves as participants in tech we won't think it's for us and it's so strange how can you not think Tech is for you. I don't have to sell you on it. You use it every day. I know exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. be a part of that conversation. Yes, exactly. And, and come together and say my voice needs to be heard because guess who's buying your products? Yep. Just yeah. so you know, we,
1: exactly. We are. <laughs> I and am. We are.
2: So, I'm using it. So, so to
1: me. To, to, the final question and I'm gonna close this out real quick is: um, so what do we do now for the future of tech? What do we should do to make it to just. To, to say women need to take control of this now, How, what do you think we should do?
0: Uh, I think there should be a, I think I would love to see sort of a cross-generational um, some sort of cross-generational work, because I, I know my generation a lot of my friends are just really, really um, they think it's not for them they think they have to be technical, they think and if there is some sort of like cross-generational um mentorship or support or Mm -hmm. um or sort of inviting people or an, an education piece i mean i get the value of the younger generation and moving them and um like one of my failures in when i did art school by the time that i went to art school they took away computer labs so because the the new I went in art school in my late 30s and so these young women was coming up with they knew how to do illustrator they knew I was the only one that couldn't use the creative uh, Adobe creative suites mm-hmm. so which means I had to get into marketing and I didn't have the time to like design and learn and nobody was there to teach me so some 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 sort of like women my age um providing resources Tools because the younger generation they grew up with it they know it they're it's like it's native to us it's a new language that we're mm-hmm. we're learning and it's like we're immigrants so I like I'm actually an immigrant and an immigrant <laughs> and so you're like, I'm, like I'm, tech. I'm not native to this language to this tech planet that we live in yeah
1: so yeah yeah I, I thought about well, I thought about some some months ago to do like a one oh uh, like a computer one on one class for people my age who is not as technical as, I mean, I'm actually too technical. No, that,
0: that hashtag Google Grandma, that Google Grandma uh, in your, that was that's to me is, that. is like, that is really Google Grandma. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think mean, I think that's true too. I think that I think one of the things for me on top of that intergenerational um, kind of cross and kind of because that's what's happening, right? I think when we, we if we take it back to that conversation, why is it that it's young men that are saying this? It's because they don't have any teachers. And so as young people we need to be open to you know teaching the generation that was before us who's not native to this but then also teaching generation after us how to appreciate and to use it well mm-hmm. and to use it right and to capitalize mm-hmm. with it um and because that's the opportunity that it presents but even above that i think what we see you know, I think a lot of people don't think about marketing efforts as anything that's important. They think of it as a subset. But that's what, use your marketing efforts to develop your brand, right? Mm-hmm. And if your brand is visually telling people that women don't belong or women of color don't belong or Asian women don't belong or, it, you know, if, if we're not seeing that, if we don't see it, if we're not hearing it, it, it changes our perception. And so perception is reality. So we do need, we need to start to whoever whatever brands or conversation we're having say it is important for this to be inserted in everything you do all your imagery how you talk to people you need to have Mm -hmm. they need to see it because that's how we associate it we don't think about it but we are inundated with images and design and creative every single day and they impact and shape how we think because they have AI telling us how to feel now right oh, so yeah. if you're a brand behind that you can impact how someone thinks about tech yeah, and yeah. about about themselves with who you are your brand whatever if you're selling a computer put up put a couple of kids from certain communities in there some woman in there put them in there put mm-hmm. that imagery in there make it matter mm-hmm. so that when I pull up my phone I'm like Oh, because then you just hit off a cue, and as I start searching, it starts to matter to me. So we, we gotta change what yeah. it looks like, and people think that what it looks like is artificial. It doesn't matter.
1: Well, see, Because when you talk about that, I was just thinking about. Um, I was at a job fair, and these, and this, um, guy, um, had a table, and he had an app specifically. It uh, was a wedding, a wedding, time capsule, mm. and I was like, oh, this is you know, okay, it's interesting. And I asked him first thing. I said, "So, you know, who do you walk into?" And he's like, you know, tux, "You know, Tuxedo website." I was like, "For real?" I was like, "So, do you have any women working with you?" When you, you know, he's like, "No, we don't have no women working with you." So that that defeats the purpose. Well So when you talk about, mm-hmm. you know, less, you know, you have to put people of, you know, children or, you know, women or men who are. You know to work together or have relations relation to to what you're building
2: yes
0: yeah
1: that makes the value so you know you're building a wedding app that means that it should market to women did you bother to do the research on you know who you need to sell it to how to make your money another thing is you know, no no woman wants a time capsule you know So, so those are the things you know when you say that i'm like well that's the first thing i will look at you know yeah. where's the picture of the woman in the who in a wedding gown on there you know what i'm saying um where's her relation where's the relationship to where you marketing to yeah. you know so and that's that's like so important now so when you build something now you need to have that relationship and you're right because like you said you the people who are actually using the product are women the numbers says so. Everything it says women. But yet, um, you got men who are mad at us mm-hmm. because, you know, we're telling you that you need us. Yes. You know, in so many ways, you need us to help you build or market your product, your brand.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. You
1: need to have us in the room. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm running into so, so many companies like that right now. Where it's like, you know, a large percentage of our customers are women. So we want to put a woman... And,
2: an even larger portion is black women
1: so and and so and that's a lot of things where there's a lot of these companies are saying okay we need to put a woman in you know on our website because um, we have all white men you know saying so and you and that's the that's the main issue that you know I guess that convincing these you know these men or these people men who have these business already started to think about who they're marketing to yeah and I think that once they realize, you know, I think some of them are starting to realize and say, I think that if we start changing the way we who we are or adding people to to that, we add people that can relate to our customers, mm-hmm. I think they would be even much bigger than what they really are.
0: Yeah, yeah. they would have greater success. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you have, like, I mean, something as dumb as that recent Dove commercial thing that they did, like, like really dude, like, if, if you had representation, I mean, if you had because sometimes it's representation is not true diversity it's not really like our thoughts and our values and like okay check how many women check but if the culture the culture is in culture
2: because the, the the model that was in that she said it didn't offend her and when her family saw it didn't offend her but her family is also in um, in Western in western in that Western African continent and in Europe. And um, you have to realize that from a cultural perspective, you know, being whiter or lighter in that culture is more greatly accepted. and it sure and is. And then here, and yeah. from a historical content, we have
1: mm-hmm. had
2: advertising where we had soap and we would, you know, you'd have the little black caricatures go into the soap and come out white and so from a historical insensitivity you have to think about your market Mm -hmm. if this ad was good in one market it doesn't make it good in another market Exactly. and so we have to think about that level too there's so many layers to it yeah because like the
1: what was it? The cocoa pops or the, the
2: cocoa? Oh yeah, the Kellogg's
1: corn pops. Corn pops yeah. where the the janitor was darker. It was brown, yeah. I was like, well, baby, we don't. I don't remember Co- um 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 corn pops being brown. brown. <laughs> so I
2: and exactly. let it slip. Exactly. You know, because he could have been black, Hispanic, you know, Muslim, whichever, and and it was just kind of like it was it was very ins insensitive. Like who would do that? And it was one, so that means somebody knew it was wrong.
1: I know. I mean, yeah. the yeah. common sense. I like as much as I eat corn pops.
0: I never see the brown. I saw brown. i never brown. Cocoa pops. I did. <laughs> it kind of gets dangerous to like your point. So like, what happens to like with AI and all this stuff that? When that person mm. tells you you're not good enough or, or, like, all these things that we worked because, on. because yeah, we
2: have this machine learning, learning the wrong thing and then pushing back out the wrong thing to what us. You mean? Which What's, is why inputs are so important when it comes to data. You was
1: know? Katana? Was it on Twitter one time? And mm-hmm. they, they were giving, feeding this stuff and it t- didn't take, it was taking it a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was saying things that it shouldn't be saying. Oh, That's what it was going, yeah, it was happening. Yeah. It was saying things it shouldn't have been saying. So they had to pull it off of Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, "What the hell?" You know. So those
2: are great examples of tech going awry because you didn't you you don't think about diversity organically. Exactly. Like we have to be more thoughtful about how we think about people, and you know, the creative consultancy I work for, we talk about you know that our message and what's important to us is that um, we target audiences in a thoughtful way, like being thoughtful is everything to us. We are not going to put something out there that we have not taken from the beginning to the end. And if even if you don't want all of it, you can get a piece of it, you can get parts of it, but we have thought through that for you. Okay, so, there. so
1: okay, let, let me go back now. So, mm-hmm. okay, let me go back. So let's talk about Dove, okay? Mm-hmm. So if it was a black woman who actually helped build, do, if it was a black woman who actually helped with that ad, you think that would have happened? No,
2: I don't. I don't think so. Think so.
1: I, I don't think, think, so. think so either. And
2: the type of, the type of, uh, how they did the carousel on Facebook was wrong. It was just, everything was wrong. Even basic brand guidelines for social media, someone did not follow.
1: Right. So, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. so, and then we talk about, let's talk about the, the corn pops. If a black man, if it was a black person. A
2: Hispanic, a black person. They would have seen I mean,
1: it. like. No, you can't do that, babe. So, so this is where, this is where we talk about Wait, like you said The sensitivity
0: Or, or you could have you know, And you're like I'm not about to Like Say anything I'm not You know because you don't have what, well, And that's true And point. that's a
2: part of it too You you have a seat at the table But you're yeah. not empowered To be a part of the conversation And then when you are A part of the conversation Your opinion doesn't matter So sometimes you are Sitting at the well, table Well you,
1: you know what well, You're right about like, that Going
0: back to how you started Angry black women mm-hmm. coming yeah. Up. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah You're just yeah. You're
0: Putting race and everything and Yeah Okay, I got, all right, got you. you. <laughs> I got your
2: you. I got you. You handle it. You handle it. Alright. <laughs> that, that, that was probably somebody that was like, but you know what it is. Apparently, for the Dove one, they did not know. She did. The person, the the model, did not know how it was going to be executed. And that's fine, because I'm sure the concept, the creative concept was fine, but the people who create these ads and do production, I mean, I've been working in advertising for a time, you have a creative plan, you know execution, you've already picked the platform. All of that is planned before production starts. So somebody knew and said it was okay. So we, we, Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Well, all right, ladies. I appreciate us having this discussion. Oh, this, this was a great, great one. Thank I you. loved it, and so I would love them. Do you want to give your Twitter handles, or you know, give a website of where you at, or for yes. Black Tech Women? Yeah. So for Black Tech Women, it's
2: at Black Tech Women on Instagram, and then you can follow us at Black, um, black Tech Women on Facebook also.
1: And Nadia, do you want to talk, plug in some of Milk, girl?
0: Yeah, at Milk Center dot com. Go straight to that memory <laughs> festival proposal. And uh, for me, it's uh, Twitter
1: at Nadia so that's it. All right, ladies, thank you for spending time with me. And <laughs> shout out to, husband to shout our, out to my sweet husband. Thank our, you so much. <laughs> you can find me on at find blk Woman um, at pivo app at um, Tech Girls app, and also the pivo.us app. Thank you so much, ladies.